0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML.
1: Safety on the Red Hill and uh, the Link, uh, the two major other highways that run right through our city of course. And uh, we've talked about the benefits of those roads, and they are numerous of course, the economic benefits, so the, uh, the the comfort of having to get from port A to point B in a, in, a, in a, a efficient manner, etc. But there are safety concerns. And, and the thing that we need to talk about here is how, how do we make these roads more safe? And uh, I know there are issues, and some people are just suggesting that, look, you don't need to spend a whole lot of money here. Just have people drive more slowly, and everything's going to be fine. Well, I don't think it's that simple. People have died in uh, in these roads in the last couple of years. Uh, Michael Soler has died. Uh, Christine Williams has died. Aaron Hare has died uh, as a result of accidents on those roadways. And uh, family members of all of those deceased are joining us here in studio. Melissa Scholler. Is uh, Michael's sister. It's good to have you here today. Thank Thank you for coming in today. Uh, Susan uh, is the the mom, of course. Uh, Great to have you here, Susan. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Trina Williams, uh, Christine Williams' mother is with us. Trina, thank you for being here. Thank you. And uh, Kim Lackey, of course, the mother of Aaron Hare, is also here. Thank you so much, all of you, for coming in, Uh, and and for ask and 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 for really helping us to to do this. Now, I've, I've talked about this numerous times on the program. We've had the chief of police on here, we've had traffic safety experts on here, we've had city councillors on this program talking about safety on the link. Um, you have decided that it's time to stop talking and start doing something about it. Uh, Susan, let me ask you right off the start may, to, to maybe begin uh, the discussion about this, about about Michael's death, about what happened uh, as you know it, and 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 maybe how in both cases, in all cases, I guess, I guess the thing that that really, really hurts on top of the fact that you've lost a a, a loved family member is that in some cases this could have been prevented. It maybe didn't have to happen.
2: Michael was on his way to work. The accident happened at about 10 to 5, so there was still daylight. Um, He wasn't impaired. He wasn't distracted. Um, The investigation is still ongoing. We don't know exactly what happened, um, whether he swerved or had a medical emergency. We don't know at this point, but we are of the firm belief that um, if Michael had not gone into the medium and across and was hit by another vehicle, he may still be alive today, uh, probably with some injuries, but he wouldn't have died right there on the link. I feel we need these barriers to protect
3: people.
1: Trina, what, th- talk to us about Christine.
3: Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, you know, um, same situation as um, the Schulers. Um, She, they, they were both driving, Aaron was driving, they weren't doing anything they shouldn't be. It was 2 in the afternoon, it was a beautiful day. They went to pick up a friend in Hamilton, they weren't speeding. There was no drinking. There was no drugs. They weren't on the phone. Um, as a matter of fact, Aaron's phone was at my house, so I know he wasn't on the phone. And um, the police can't explain it. They didn't think they were doing anything wrong either. And um, as you said, the grassy medians make it worse. As soon as, as soon as the, um, as soon as the accident uh, started, mm-hmm. they started crossing the grassy medium and it made them airborne, and they went to the other side of the road, and they hit uh, two other cars. And if the barrier had been there, uh, I believe they would be alive today.
1: It's, uh, it, it's awfully tough I, 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 to try to relive this, but I think to also put a, a practical spin onto this. and We don't know what causes it. We don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. We don't know if there was a you know, mechanical failure. We don't know in any of these situations, Kim, how this happened but but the discussion that that I think we need to have here in the community right now is sometimes these things do occur and and they're they're not because of of something somebody has done wrong it could just be as you say something vehicular it could be a medical emergency anything like that but are, are the overriding question here is are we doing enough to make those roadways safe in case something like that does happen well
0: from what the officer had told us is that for some reason Aaron overcorrected and went over to the grass medium. Of course, the first question, you know, when you start thinking about everything that's going on, did something happen? Just like Katrina and Susan saying, was there something wrong with the car? Everything's no, 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 and they were not impaired or anything. It's I I don't understand how you know three different drivers can do the exact same thing because there was two girls too that did the same thing on the Red Hill, Olivia and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And when, the of- when I was speaking to the officer, he said the exact same thing that they did as Aaron and Christine. So I, I, I just I don't understand how it's always the same thing.
1: Well, and I, I understand the problem the police have here in trying to reconstruct and, and try to make some sense as to what happened here. But the thing that, that bothers me about this, though, and, and it bothered me ever since these roadways opened, and I want to get you to all comment on this if we could, is is about that safety measure. I mean, things are going to happen. If you drive on the road, you don't know. I mean, it could be weather conditions. It could be a tire that, that gives way. It could be any number of things like this that can cause uh, somebody to lose control of their vehicle. It could be something another driver did that forces them to respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how much driver training you have, once something like that happens at, uh, at 90 kilometers an hour, yeah. uh, you've got like a split second, if that, uh, to, to be able to do something about it. And if you're in, not a very experienced driver, uh, you don't know what to do. And yeah. so you're, you're a victim of circumstance. But my contention has always been that I think we need to do everything we can to make the roadway safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, People drive essentially 100 kilometers an hour on those roads, Uh, same as they do on the Queen Elizabeth Way and the 403. Yet they wouldn't think to have those highways in existence without barriers in between so that something like this doesn't happen. And I guess the the question we have to ask ourselves now, Melissa, is why isn't it happening here? Why why aren't we doing it on these roadways?
4: So I have right here a letter from the mayor. It says that they did approve um, a report, and they identified short-term, medium-term, and long-term things that need to be done. They didn't say what the short-term or medium terms were. They're going to do the short-term for things first in 2007, and then go back and look at barriers and repaving the road. I think the barriers on that need to be done first. That's a safety other issue. Yes.
1: You know, do, do they need more lights at the top of the Red Hill? Sure they do. Okay, but I don't know that that's caused any any fatalities, but head-on collisions certainly do. I mean, in, in my mind, and Susan, you... That's the priority. I mean, mm-hmm. people have died in head-on collisions. S- job one should be stop that from happening.
2: Mm-hmm. I would we agree, yeah. yes. And and the lights, yes, that may be an issue that that city needs to look at, but for our children, they were driving in daytime, mm-hmm. so lights were not a factor for our children driving. Um You know, I just, the city needs to look at safety, and as far as as we're concerned, and a lot of other people in the community, the barriers
4: is what needs to
2: be put in place.
4: I do agree that the lights need to be done, and the repaving need to be done, and the speed needs to be done, but the barriers need to be done first. Yep, yep.
1: But we know the realities. I mean, anybody who's driven for any length of time, and Kim, you've seen this, uh, You can post speed limits all you want, and you can put radar traps, and you can put, uh, and I I, more than once or twice a week I'll see officers on duty there, uh, uh, you know, for traffic control on the link especially. Uh, And that's great. I'm glad they do it. I wish they could be there all the time. But the reality is people are still going to go over the speed limit. The speed limit there is 90 kilometers an hour. Uh, In fact, most people are doing 100, most. Uh, because there's only two lanes and people are going on the road or off the road and trying to get off and go off onto the, some of the side streets, uh, they're, they accelerate, they're cutting people off, there's, uh, there's some rather dangerous lane changes. Uh, you've got to maximize safety right there, and, and I don't think that they're doing it. The police can't be everywhere at every time, and people are going to abuse the speed limit, uh, limitations anyway. Uh, we need to do more. about, about some, In case something happens, can we mitigate the damage?
0: Like even the 407, I call it the 140 highway because everybody on there is doing 140. Well, how do you suppose, like, do the speed limit or not? But even like Friday, me and Trina were driving, and this Honda Civic drive comes out of the driveway, errr, and swerves his ass end, you know, back and forth. And then after our meeting, we go outside, and then a big pickup truck comes out of the gas station like that. Where are you going? Where's the rush? It's only to work. Or to the hospital or wherever you're going you'll get there sooner or later but when you're rushing you're doing things to yourself or to other people that you're not even noticing that you're even doing it to that person because you're not watching way back behind you though look I just did an accident no you're just gonna keep driving the way that you're driving
1: I, uh, I, I know I know it's frustrating yeah. I know it's, it's, uh, because we're talking about human lives here and, and the human lives that have touched each and every one of your families. The loss of life like that is, is something that, that you never get over. And and I don't think we're being naive when we have this discussion, really, are we, Trina? When we say, look, we're not saying this is a fail-safe. We're not saying that uh, that everybody would have survived. I mean, obviously something happened. There was going to be some sort of a collision. But bouncing off a guardrail is a lot different from going into head-on traffic. It's another vehicle that's coming at you at 100 or 120 kilometers in the other yeah. direction. Uh, th- th- this is all a matter of trying to of, of controlling the incident and the situation, and we've seen some horrific accidents on the 403 and the Queen Elizabeth Way, and they do have barriers. I understand that, mm-hmm. but we don't see head-on collisions very often on those roadways, and and that's that was the the rationale and the the, the deaths we've talked about and and others that uh, you know from other families in this community as well. They're a result of those cars that are going over the medians into oncoming traffic, and and we've and seen then, the result.
0: And it is a risk to get into a car. It is. What's a car weigh Five thousand pounds. Yeah, it's always a risk, right? And so, and it's a luxury a response, for you to drive, and yeah, there is always going to be accidents, mm-hmm. but let's try and not to make them crossing over to somebody else that's coming towards you.
1: Melissa, when you got the note <laughs> from uh, the, from the mayor on this, did they did they try to rationalize why they considered putting barriers up between the lanes to be a, like a secondary thing? It's something that they'll get to eventually.
4: They're saying that speed is the main factor. Mm -hmm. Sam Morello and the mayor keep saying it's speed, but that's their main concern right now, and the lighting. They haven't really... I guess that our kids are... Well, my brother is like a statistic to them. There hasn't been enough head-ons for them to really care.
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing, all right? Because I can open the lines up right now and say, what's the worst thing on the link? And, and They're going to say speed. Yeah, they're going to say speed. And, they, and yes. they're and they right. Yes. I, I, I don't disagree. Me either. And, and many of them are going to say, well, it's the lighting up there. You go there at 11 o'clock at night, and it's it's kind of tricky, you know, because there's a, a bit of a, a turn there, and you can't really see it because it's not well marked and it's not well lit. And I've been on that road at 11 o'clock at night, and I know what they're saying. But you know who we're hearing from when we do that and when the police do those surveys or when the city staff do those surveys or when I do them here on the show? We're, we're talking about people that are alive mm-hmm. that are driving on that road. And the the things they're talking about here are safety measures. I grant you that. But <laughs> the people that died, aren't they don't have a voice here. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're here today, to give them that voice, to say, yeah, wait a second. I think there's something more important than lights at the top of the Red Hill. Yeah. That's really what this comes down to, isn't it? Yes, for
3: sure. Well, yeah, and in, in all our cases, like, you know, they – none of these cases were because of um, – driver error or something they were doing. They, you know, that's what doesn't make sense to me. And I know the 400 series, yes, they do have barriers. Okay, so take those barriers down and see how bad it gets. It'd be
1: chaos, you know that. It'd be
3: total Mm -hmm. chaos. And, And I've said this before, it was bad enough that our children were taken from us. But there's also people that were affected on the other side and they have a lifetime of injuries too. You know, and as they were saying, like sometimes, I I know the chief said, um, we watched a little blip of it on Friday, but he said that um, sometimes um, there's a medical emergency and people have to learn how to pull over. Well, I think there was a story I read about um, a a truck, a big, uh, like a Mack truck. He didn't cross over, but it was on the the link or the red hill, I forget which one, but he was driving and he had a heart attack and he died and the truck was still moving and the gentleman behind him couldn't figure out why he was swerving around. The car went off the road, didn't cross over, thank God, but it went off the road, and the guy stopped, and he was already gone. So how is he going to pull off the road? He can't pull it because they, they, the police chief said you have to learn how to how to, you know, avoid it and get off the road. Well, if you're having a heart attack, maybe you can't, or a seizure, maybe you can't. So I don't agree with that reasoning at all.
1: There's, there are too many things that can happen when, mm-hmm. when you're going that fast in, in a car, and even if you're doing the speed limit, and there's no evidence, for instance, in, in, in any of these cases that, that, that uh, there were excessive speeds uh, as factors in this. But with that aside, I mean, consider this element right now. That if somebody else does something stupid, and I remember having this discussion with my son when he was taking his driving lessons, I said, you know, I'm sure you're going to be a great driver because you're, you're very you know, conscientious about this. But I said, always watch out for the other person because mm-hmm. you don't know what they're going to do. Yep. They might cut off just because, for instance, that light over there turned red and yours turned green. That doesn't mean he's going to stop. He's mm-hmm. supposed to, yep. but <laughs> you don't know. Uh, just because you're, that double line there says they're not supposed to pass, don't expect mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. they might. They might anyway. I see that happen on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. and we don't know what happened. We don't know if somebody did something stupid that caused, in this case, uh, you know, Aaron to to swerve. To whenever. Could, who knows? Yeah. Because the person that did it could have just kept right on going and not even knowing the consequences of what they did. Uh, but again, the idea of putting barriers there is is it's an added safety factor in case something like that happens uh, to to at least. Give somebody a fighting chance, I guess, for something like this. I mean, you know, it's one thing to you know b- damage your car and ruin the front mm-hmm. end, bouncing off a barrier, but at least we you're alive to talk that. about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Y- they, you know, Aaron and, and Christine and and Michael, they didn't have that opportunity. That's that's the the, the thing I. Uh, you just mentioned the fact that you have to be the voice for them. Yeah. Not, you know, you know, don't talk to the people that are alive to tell me what's wrong with the roadways. Look at the people who died as a result mm-hmm. of. Uh, well, I've of also the
4: talked uh, to people that have been injured yeah. that have gone over that. Still are alive, and they do agree that there needs to be barriers there as well.
1: It's it's it seems to me to be the the most common sense solution to what's going on here. It's not going to solve the speeding problem, no. but I mean, if somebody's going to be an idiot and exceed the mm-hmm. speeding limit and a uh, speed limit and, and and make illegal turns or, or passing and or whatever it is that they're doing, at least you're sending them off to the one side of the road, mm-hmm. so they're not mitigating or uh, you know increasing the likelihood of something else happening too. You think? and anybody who's listening to this right now, driving on the Link or the, or the Red Hill, either you're doing it now or you will at some point in the next day or two, I'm sure, uh, considering the number of cars, and, and just, I want you to pay attention to the road when you're doing this, but just look over at the other traffic and think if something started coming at you, what would you do and how quickly could you react to that? The answer in most cases is you wouldn't even see it coming nope. because of, of, of the way that the speed's going on and you're paying attention to your own driving. Um, and uh, y- you can only imagine what's going through somebody's head like that. You've got literally a second or two yep. at the most mm-hmm. to be able to respond and react to that. And you don't know what the other vehicle is doing either.
3: Well, I think the police said in our case that the accident was three seconds. Yeah. Is that what he said? Three seconds. That's <coughs> it. That is not much time to Pretty react. fast. At all. Yep. Not
1: And these are not professional drivers, Mm -hmm. you know. This is this is this is is not the Daytona 500 where these people know that if somebody Mm -hmm. bangs into me, this is how I respond. This is how I come out of it. You don't know that. This is this is real life. Mm -hmm.
3: And as we said, we've said this before too. um, These cars, because of the crossover and head-on hit, basically let's say 180 to 200 kilometers an hour because um, th- the speed limits 90, and we know for a fact that he wasn't speeding. I can't speak for the other people. I don't think so. but um, you know, and isn't hitting two cars going 90 kilometers an hour worse than hitting a barrier? Sure, it is. I think it is. Sure it personally, is. but you know, um, I just don't understand how they don't think that it's important. Um, and I don't under like I do also agree. There need to be changes in speed limits and things like that. But they're going to do it. People are going to do it. They do illegal things like that all the time, and they get caught, and they do it again. A lot of people do that, and it's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they think it will, but it won't.
1: Keep mm-hmm. up the pressure. That's that's the best advice we can give right now. I mean, I know the city's done this, and staff have done this report, but uh, we need to have a discussion about changing some of those priorities and, mm-hmm. and, and reassessing exactly what's going on here. And uh, I... I'm, I'm so glad that that you took the time to come in here and talk to us about this today, uh, in memory of Michael and Christine and Aaron, um, but uh, so many others, too, that have, uh, some who have died, some who have permanent injuries as a result of some of the accidents that have occurred on these roadways. Something's got to be done about this. We, we've just got to keep this going. And your, your voices have simply added, I think. Uh, to the many that we've already heard here, what one needs to be done. Thank you all. Let's stay in touch, okay, because uh, we're not going to give up until we get some changes here. Thank you right?
3: Thank you. Us. Thank for you sure. all so
1: very much. Melissa Scholler, uh, Susan Scholler, Trina Williams, and uh, Kim Lackey, thank you so much for your dedication to this.
3: Want to hear more? Download the podcast
0: on iTunes or Google Play
1: and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on
0: AM 900 CHML.